0: Hey friends, C-Note here, and welcome to the C-Note Audio Extravaganza. This is your host, Mr. Christian Rivera. The C-Note Extravaganza is the show that is like Thursday. Almost exciting. (laughs) So, uh, let's get this party started. (laughs) Uh, That joke was probably better than you reacted. Um, So, today, I wanted to talk a bit about excuses to cut to the chase, Because we live too much in a world of excuses. I just waved at the guy with the the vest on and I kind of half waved and I'm pretty sure I just gave him the middle finger. So hopefully he's an accepting guy. That'll be fine. So excuses. Um, I kind of just came up with wanting to talk about this like five minutes ago, so I have no real plan. I just wanted to talk about the concept of excuses um, and the fact that we all... Make them (laughs) often. Often, it's for you know stupid reasons for us to not do something that more than likely won't take us very much time and doesn't involve any realistic risk. Um, Or you know sometimes um, sometimes there's confusion between excuses and reasons for something. I I had that problem growing up. My my dad would. Um, I worked with my dad, for those who don't know. I worked with my dad in his advertising agency um, since I was a kid and doing different jobs. As I got older and started doing more design work, I was doing more design work. Um, but I've always been a multitasking type of person, or used to be, I should say. I'm more of a monotasker these days. Um, but. I would play poker or do other things while I was also designing things. And the thing about playing poker online, or at least the way it used to be, I miss online poker, was that um, when it was your turn, it would just pop up on the screen. So you could like continue doing what you're doing on the screen, and then when it's your turn, it pops up, you take your action, and then you go back to what you were doing. So it was not very intrusive. Um, but that's a hard thing to explain to other human beings (laughs) when they come up behind you and they start asking questions about where a project is and what it looks like and all that stuff and then the poker screen pops up and you're like ah crap (laughs) so uh, i would be explaining how the how it works because it's my dad i'm like hoping he has a little bit of leeway and will understand where i'm coming from nope You're just making excuses. You should turn that off. You're just, you're not doing any work. I'm like, this is the work. You see, the I'm showing you the work. I don't know, it's, the way it's whatever. Um, but as I get older, I become less tolerant of excuses, mostly because, mostly because I've used them all. <laughs> so I understand um, where people are coming from when they make excuses. Uh, a lot of the times, it just doesn't, it doesn't help the situation to make a lame excuse about why you're not getting something done and it's usually the the, at at the most detriment to yourself for just putting something off and a lot of times in our head we're making assumptions that it's going to be a much bigger more difficult thing than it actually is like i'm not going to get started because i'm not in the right mindset which sometimes is more of a reason than an excuse but uh, sometimes it's like y- y- people use the loose term of anxiety as a reason for it and not like actual anxiety but like, I know it's giving me anxiety, I can't, I just can't do it uh, I'm like, alright, just do it shut up <laughs> stop <laughs> That's that's that sounds like an excuse to me but again, it depends on the situation if it's like a bigger deal, like breaking up with somebody that is an easier thing to make excuses for it's like the old Dane cook joke where he's like he's like i can't leave him he has all of my cds <laughs> it's one of my one of my favorites um uh Dane cook that was a thing man he was he was a big deal for a while anyway um that being said i'm gonna try to talk about excuses for a little while even though i really don't have anything to say so let's do this who knew August had 31 days somehow I was convinced that that wasn't the case I can never remember which I knew there was like a song January blah, 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 blah. I don't know I don't I don't really I don't remember <laughs> it's not it's not relevant to me until the time comes uh February 28th That's pretty obvious. Some of them are pretty obvious. I feel like... December is the clear one. (laughs) December 31st. New Year's Eve. So that one's pretty easy. The rest of them... Not so much. I don't remember. I'm just like, oh! Extra day! (laughs) It's just... It just feels like an exciting extra thing that I didn't know existed. I... I don't know. For me. That's... Whatever. Anyway. Um, excuses. I wanted to talk about this topic because I've been making them a lot lately for my health. Um, because of my ankle mostly. And I think there's still plenty I could do despite the situation with my Achilles tendonitis. And um, I'm just kind of using it as a crutch to, to not do anything. And I totally should. Every day I kind of look in the mirror and I feel terrible. But I also feel physically terrible. It's not about like, I think, I think the looking good doesn't matter as much as feeling good for me at least. Um, and you could totally use vanity as, as a reason, as a motivator. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and I like doing that because you know, when you start to look good, it feels good. Right? So why not? Um, and I think for me, I need, I need that motivation. And I also just need to not allow myself to continue to make silly excuses. Often it's in the form of I don't have enough time when I definitely have time that I'm dedicating to other things. Um, I don't have enough energy. Though lately I feel like I've had more energy so maybe that's why I'm feeling like, you know what, I could actually do this before I really honestly didn't feel like I had enough energy. But I wasn't even making the attempt though either. So um, so there's that. And um, yeah, just generally telling myself that That I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting too old and I can't do it anymore. (laughs) But there's plenty of people that are way older than me that are killing it with the with the uh, exercise game. For me, I always leaned on running, um, and ever since my Achilles tendonitis, I um, have had a problem really getting back into the shape that I would get into when I was running. Um, And I wasn't doing any kind of like distance running or anything. It was just treadmill running, but. It was something that I could feel throughout my body. And that always felt really good. That felt the most satisfying. Um, those were the situations where I would get that runner's high and in most other cases I really don't get that. Which has also made exercising not as interesting or, or not as motivating because I don't get that high as often as maybe some other people do if I if I felt it, or if I liked the pain of it, I would probably do it more often. But I think once you kind of get into the flow of things, I do remember when I was in really, really good shape in my early 20s, that it started to just kind of like feel good after a while to like feel all of the muscles doing all of the things and um, finding ways to, you know, stretch things out and, and try new things. Um, for me, it's also an interest factor, too. It's like, was I really interested in what I was doing, you know, just weight training and nothing very exciting. I wasn't doing any sports or anything like that. And I've always had more success when I would do like softball or, you know, just like shoot the basketball around or something like that, even though I'm terrible at basketball because I'm five foot four. (laughs) Um, it's always and my and, and my vision is terrible. So those are those are reasons. <laughs> um, I there was one time in gym class in high school where I was trying to shoot a three pointer, and because like I wasn't aware at the time of my poor depth perception, um, I, my my depth perception is really good close up, but from a distance everything kind of looks flat and it's hard to tell how far someone something actually is other than having actually experienced that distance. Um, So I shot the basketball, and it was, like, spot on. Trajectory was there, it was going towards the net, and then drops, like, three feet before the net. (laughs) I was, like, so sure it was going in. And, nope, nothing. Nothing at all. So I do want to talk about reasons, because... I feel like reasons and excuses kind of live on a similar plane, but are also kind of, kind of very obviously opposite. Um, You know, reasons for something like my Achilles tendonitis means I can't run. It just means I can't run. I I don't, I don't care how you swing it. (laughs) It's like I can't, I can't run. That's not going to help anything. So that's a reason. Um, Sometimes not having enough time is an actual reason. If you, your schedule is actually full or if you're too far away from something to be able to reach it in time, um, you know, being late for work because you were on the other side of town because you had a doctor's appointment at that time. And that was the only time you could schedule it. Like that seems like a reason to me. Um, and sometimes as someone who is a motivator to someone else, a parent to a child, uh, coach to a player or something. Um, it's often easy to tell someone that everything that they do is just an excuse. And, um, this topic is kind of sensitive to me because that happened to me all the time. Like the sort of, um, the, the poker, the online poker uh, example that I used was really just one of those things. Um, often I would get that you're just making excuses sort of thing in situations where I literally couldn't do it. (laughs) um, As it pertains to my parents, and I love my parents, they're so great, but they've made a lot of mistakes, and they own up to it. That's fine. Which is why I'm comfortable talking about it. Um, Because for me, I felt like I was getting a lot of that. You're just making excuses, you're just making excuses, when in reality... There were actual reasons for something not happened. Not reasons that I made up, but, you know, reasons in life that something couldn't happen, that I couldn't help them with something, that I couldn't be home at a certain time for a certain thing. And I don't mean like curfew, but I mean like, like I'm across town and they want me to be there in five minutes to help them do something and I, I couldn't, I just couldn't get there in time. There's no way. It's not physically possible so it's a a very big difference um and for me that was really frustrating because I just felt like um you know it just doesn't make you feel good to to be told that you're always making excuses and I think that's why I think it's tricky from a motivator standpoint from the person who is the outside in telling them that they are making excuses um and, and particularly as it pertains to mental health, that's something we have to be careful about. Because when somebody is going through a deep, dark depression, it's easy to just say, you're making excuses, just get out of bed and just do it. And that's not how that works. <laughs> um, that falls into the reason category. And, but it's not a reason that any external person can really see or experience or really have empathy for unless they've experienced them themselves um, or seen it themselves. So that's that's kind of where it gets really tricky. Uh, and for that, I would encourage anyone who is a motivator to someone to be to be sensitive about it and not just follow the old adage of like hustle, hustle, hustle. Let's go, go, go. It's like you got to be thoughtful about it. You got to be pragmatic and be sure to properly identify the situation and not just look at every little thing that they say about how they're feeling or why they can't do something as an excuse um, I think that's that's super important because that's the difference between just repeating what you think is a good idea for someone to do and actually providing emotional support to somebody because in that, in that situation where you're being that coach, you're ultimately providing physical coaching and emotional support to someone. And to ignore their needs, ignore their emotional needs and just say that they're making an excuse is not helpful. It's literally half the battle. I shouldn't have used the word literally. It's literally. (laughs) Um, uh, Parks and Rec fans, you would know that one. Um, So yeah, I mean, just be... Be more cognizant of, of the emotional support that you are or are not providing. So I hope you picked up a little bit, a little something about excuses today. I, I think it's an interesting topic. No, I, I haven't thought about it enough to really flesh it out into a longer podcast. But the way that I that I think about excuses is it's something that we often make up as a way to say that we don't want to do something. And I would almost that I would almost prefer that we say that we don't want to do something as opposed to make up a reason for not wanting to do it, it it's like I was talking about a few podcasts ago about someone being upset about like actually it was the last podcast um, where somebody was um, upset like somebody gets upset about like not being invited somewhere and instead of making an excuse and saying like oh I just uh uh uh, I didn't think you'd be able to make it, or, I don't know, something dumb like that. You can literally just say to them, and if they're your friend, they'll understand, I forgot to invite you, or I didn't want you to come. <laughs> like, you can be straightforward about that sort of thing. It's totally fine. Just as you can be straightforward with yourself about, like, I don't want to exercise. And you should. I'm not saying you shouldn't exercise, but I, I think it's... I think it'll help you find better reasons to want to exercise. And I keep using that example because it's what's fitting me right now, but it's, 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 it's replacing reality with some sort of lame excuse or lame reason. And that doesn't really help. So I, I think if you're more likely to just say, I don't want to, that'll help you find the reason to want to, you know what I mean? Instead of just saying, I don't have enough time, you're sort of sweeping it under the rug and ignoring the reality of why you don't want to do it. So I would encourage the openness and honesty with yourself and with others about why you're making an excuse for something. You don't have to have the answer. You don't have to say that you know why you don't want to do something, but simply admitting that you don't want to, instead of making up a reason, will help you find the truth behind what you're really thinking, if that makes sense. Um and and it all leads to just finding the reasons, you know, the the logic, the solutions, the scientific method <laughs> of of getting to to what you really uh you really want out of the situation. And being honest with yourself. Yeah, um that's ultimately it, you know. Excuses are a lack of being honest with yourself. You weren't supposed to go across that light, dude, bro. What's your excuse? I didn't see the light. All right, whatever, dude. You totally saw the light. Everybody sees the light. We all know what traffic lights are. Jerk face. (laughs) I don't get road rage. I was just kidding. Um, anyway, yeah, that's pretty much it. Excuses. I think it's interesting. It's an interesting topic. So if you have anything else you'd like to add to the conversation, please, uh, give a call in. That would be super rad. Super, super rad. And if, um, if you're not listening on anchor, please drop me a line at Rival My Design on the socials and we can chat there. Or you can send me a picture of your cat. That's fine. I can deal with that. That works for me. Do it. Just everybody send me a picture of your cat. I don't even really like like cats that much. I mean I like cats, sure everybody likes cats. Or I shouldn't say everybody likes cats. Everybody likes pictures of cats? I never heard anyone say they don't like a picture of a cat. Unless that cat looks like frightening. But can understand why somebody might not want to share an environment with a cat. I don't like sharing an environment with animals. It's not my jam. Uh, there's like too much work involved and they don't really provide anything for me. I don't really lean on emotional support for animals. So that's, that doesn't do it for me. So it just feels like a waste of time. <laughs> I don't like, there was one time my wife was like begging for a puppy and she was like, all right, so either If you don't want a puppy, then it's a baby. I want a puppy or a baby. I'm like, let's get a baby. Because eventually the baby will grow to be helpful. The dog just stays the same. Anyway. (laughs) I'm going to get probably more call-ins about that than anything else. (laughs) Because people love their dogs. And I understand. You know, I I get it. And I appreciate that people are able to get that emotional support from animals. Um, I'm often jealous of it. Because I just don't feel that way. Um. In San Diego, people love their dogs. They bring them to Starbucks. They bring them everywhere. Everywhere that they shouldn't. (laughs) Um, They're often well-trained. Whatever. Anyway, this has been the Excuses episode of the C-Note Audio Extravaganza. I will catch you next time. I should probably come up with a tagline.